Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production of Gorecom, in which we take the time to speak to small cap executives right after they put up important news. With us today for the first time as the CEO of Chilean Metals, because you've seen him before as the founder of Save Canadian Mining, we've got Terry Lynch, CEO of Chilean Metals. You can see it there, trades on the TSX Venture Exchange under the stock symbol CMX. For those of you who knew the story, that's going to be a lot of you, uh, because it's the first time for Chilean on a Gorecom. Plus, they announced this great uh, this great acquisition uh, of a significant property in Quebec. It's the NISC property that's got a 43-101 resource that was delivered back in 2009, about 1.25 million tons of nickel at 1.1%. Uh, plus, you know, it's got copper, cobalt, palladium, platinum. There's also 780,000 tons indicated, 1.05 million tons inferred. It's big, and Terry's excited about it. Terry, welcome to the show. Hey, George, great to see you again. As always, it's uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Well, great to have you. Congratulations on this headline. Chilean Metals closes NISC acquisition, providing the company a high-grade historical nickel, copper, cobalt, PGE resource. That's it's a mouthful. <laughs> How big but, is but this, it, You know, it, it's huge uh, for us. It's transformative, really. And, uh, you know, all... Uh, Exploration companies struggle to find a resource. I mean, Mother Earth doesn't give it up easily, as you know. So, so we 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 spend our time and money on, on good science and poking holes, and we are hoping, praying that uh, that produces a resource that we have a chance then to push to become a mine. But the the biggest part of the job, the most difficult part for sure, is just finding the resource that's got the potential. And we were like super fortunate to be able to acquire this resource, and we'll get into the reasons why, but. Uh, I'm super optimistic now we're going to become, you know, not just an exploration company, we're going to become a development company. We're going to move this towards being a mine and, and battery metals are hot. So uh, I think this is a transformative event for, for Jillian and uh, I couldn't be more excited. And I love your quote because, you know, you're putting your money where your mouth is. You said, we're excited to close on NISC. The more we look at its potential, the more excited we become getting a resource that could credibly lead to a mine. I mean, that's a big statement for you to make. Yeah. The single biggest challenge in junior mining with NISC, we believe we have such an opportunity. So yeah. you, uh, you, you, technical stuff you, aside, what does that path look like to potentially getting this to a mine? Yeah. So, I mean, now that we've, we've, we've closed, you know, uh, and, the, and the great thing is, you know, Critical Elements is a, is a great partner. They're, they're operating and they've got the big lithium mine neighboring, uh, you know, uh, nearby. So we're well set operationally to execute on this. And, uh, we know the, the ground well. So we're basically now, the next step is to, uh, we're engaging, you know, a geological consulting uh, modeling team to take the data we've got and uh, the, which was, you know, last really drilled on in 2010 or so. So we're gonna pull that all together and technology's come a long ways in terms of, uh, in our understanding of, of these types of nickel deposits come a long way. So we're pretty optimistic that we can model this up and really get a, a very clear understanding of where the deposit is and where it's going to grow, where the potential for growth is. So uh, it may take us a couple months to put that together on the science side, and then uh, then we're going to drill this beast up. You say in the headline, you know, you mentioned there nickel, right? But the headline yep. says nickel, copper, cobalt, PGE, and I and I racked up some of the numbers earlier as far as the resource estimate. Is nickel the primary? Yeah. And so what role the, the, do the other the, current, the other current, current price curve? It's probably a 50, 20, 20, 10 uh, in terms of, uh, of economics on the revenue, which is killer because, you know, not any one metal 
is going to take you down. Uh, so it, it gives you a, a really great uh, solid economic package for you know for future financings and, and and whatnot in terms of when you get to the mine stage. So uh, uh, multi-metallic uh, mines are much easier to finance. So it's it's really a plus. You know, in sports, when you hear of a sports trade, right? Uh, you know, the Maple Leafs uh, acquire a player from the Calgary Flames. Yeah. The good news is they're acquiring that player, but everyone wonders, well, why didn't Calgary want him at the end of the day, right? So yes. in this case, you have bought this, you, 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 this transaction is with critical elements. It's such yes. a great prop, prop. Why'd they give it up? That's, and that's been the question I've gotten in the last couple of weeks as we've been getting out there and starting to communicate the story to investors as, as is our job. Uh, you know, when you're the CEO of a mining company um, and we're trying to say, well, if it's so good, why did you get it? You're a small company. Uh, if it's such a hot deal, it doesn't make sense. And I said, well, in fact, it makes a lot of sense if you think about it like this. Critical Elements is going to be Canada's next lithium mine. I, I think it's like a $200 million corporation right now. It's going to be a billion dollar corporation real soon. You know, it's a shameless plug there. I'm an investor. I think it's a, it's a great company. And that's only phase one of the project. Phase two will add another billion and there's probably going to be a couple lithium mines. This is a beast of a lithium area. And, uh, but that has its, uh, obviously it's wonderful opportunities for its shareholders, but you know, they had acquired this asset on the way through and, but they had made the lithium discovery. So they have to, when you have a, a, a winner in your portfolio, you got to focus on the winner. We're not paid to gamble here. We gamble because we have to, but when, when we get a resource, we stop gambling and Focus on maximizing. Uh, you right, know, so it's no longer profit. part of their core competency. They love NISC, but just wasn't part of their core asset. Right. So they so they recognize that from a you know maximizing value for their shareholder perspective, they had to get it out. And, and then so so if you're going to do that situation, where do you want to put it? You want to put it where you can get the maximum impact. So they they, they can't get more than twenty percent because they don't want to be operating the company. So they got nineteen point nine nine. And uh, they got a team that they know and trust. We, we know each other. That's a big part of it in this business. It's about the network. And so, so they got the maximum leverage. And like I said to, to investors, you know, if you look at the Chilean, um, generally speaking, 12 million shares is not a tradable position. <laughs> you know, you, you basically got to believe in the deal. Being able to go, yeah, they're not going to they're not gonna liquidate 12 so, million shares. So when, when, I, when I talk to shareholders, I'm saying the fact that these guys did this with us should make you want to buy the stock because... It's like they're they bought 12 million shares that, and they got to hold that for four months. And, you know, they're going to be in for the long run because they've, they've got a, another participating interest in the project. So it's it's a very big commitment from them. And that should give you confidence as a shareholder to say, wow, I want to get on that train. And I, I think that's and that's I think as we're starting to see the stock move, it's because people are realizing when they look at at NISC and its potential comparative to the other nickel deposits, they're saying, wow, you guys could be worth multiples of this right now. I'm saying, yes, we can. Well, I'm glad you said that because I want to ask you, can you put NISC into perspective with other comparables? You know, right yeah, now so, you got about 3 million tons between measured, indicated, and inferred. Yeah. But so, most of us, including me, don't know how to put that into- Yeah, yeah. So, so, so there's uh, around the world, there's a number of mines between uh, eight and 12 million tons, so of this grade. So, so that's where you got to get to to be, you know, mineable. So, so we got to basically triple the resource. Okay. So we we think this, you know, we've got like, you know, if you look at, at our at our maps and our presentations, we have got a very small amount of our area has been, you know, is in the resource, and there's tons of uh, opportunity to expand that resource, and there's a number of very similar horizons that produce the resource we have that look, you know, wide open for, you know, a, a new resource. So, so we're pretty excited that we can 
you know, easily get to our, our not easily, there's nothing easy about this business, but sure, we're yeah. excited. But at least there's a clear path. There's a, there's, yeah, there's a, clear, a path clear path to, to, to getting to a mineable right. resource. And then the question is, is it stacked? You know, can we, uh, can we look at, you know, uh, you know, so this could go from three to 10 to 30, you know, so, and then obviously as you do that, then your, your valuation really rockets. So where are we at today? So I guess what I would say to people, what we did when we looked at before we acquired the, uh, the resource is we looked at two deposits, Palladium One and Talon um, Metals as being sort of similar, you know, deposits in terms of, of where they were. They, they, uh, Palladium One's around 3 million tons, a little bit less. Uh, Talon Metals around 4.1. So uh, Palladium One's grade's a little bit less than ours. Uh, Talon Metals is, is better than ours uh, in terms of nickel. Um, and, uh, you know, what we did as a, as a, you know, just a, as a rule of thumb, as a smell test, and we, we said, okay, how many drill holes and how, mu how much drilling did you do to generate this resource? And what is the in situ value of the resource? You know, this is, you know, I'm not saying this makes a thing commercial or whatever. I'm just saying this is a good test, you know, as a miner yeah, that you do and say, sense. hey, is this, this makes sense or does it not make sense? So when we did that, you know, basically we used uh, Telemetals that have done a PEA, so they're, they're the furthest along, and that's why they're they're worth the most. Telemetals is worth 360 million. Last time I checked, we were like 15 or 20. Palladium one is worth 60, so it gives you an idea of where we can go here. So basically, uh, they they had drilled something over 100,000 meters, and and their in situ value based on their price curve and their PEA was around 41,000. We also looked at spot, and it was about the same. For uh, Palladium One, I think it was between 60 and 80, depending on the the, the, the telemetals price curve or spot. And for us, we were in the 90,000s. So what that means to me- 90,000 what, Terry? $90,000 $90, in in-situ value per meter drilled. Okay, that so, I want to so, make sure it wouldn't happen. Yeah, yeah, so, so, it, so what that means, it, it doesn't, it, what it really means is that you're, you're drilling on pretty prospective ground. You're being pretty effective with your drilling. You're finding resource in the ground. So that's a good thing. So, um, you know, so I think that's exciting from, uh, you know, what the future has to uh, unfold for us. So we're hoping we can obviously replicate that and we hope to apply this, these, you know, modern uh, exploration techniques that have matured in the last 10 years in terms of modeling to, to execute and, and do that. So, so that's what, you know, really got us cranking. And, and, uh, and then, you know, you, you know, if you look at the macro possibilities uh, for battery metals, I mean, I mean, electrification is here to stay and uh, it's going to accelerate, you know, and if you look at the supply and demand curves on any of these metals, nickel, copper, cobalt, uh, you know, the peg, uh, palladium uh, group metals, uh, uh, platinum group metals, it, it's, you know, it's obviously, you know, because of the, the crazy bad sector we, we've been in in the last 10 years, there's not many mines coming close to development. So that supply band curve, you know, a year, two years, three years out, is not looking good. So prices are going to rise. So it's going to be uh, a great sector like to be analysis. in. And, and, and uh, I think that's going to be uh, really support development of projects like this. And the good thing about this is that, you know, James Bay uh, is a phenomenal place to develop a mine. You know, you, you've got uh, lots of- <laughs> You must be reading my mind because I want to ask you, tell everybody at home what does it mean to be in, in Quebec, basically, you know. Yeah, well, a, a number of reasons to love Quebec. One, they're super pro mining friendly as a jurisdiction. They've got, you know, super flow through there. So exploration is written off 150%. So that makes it, what that means to shareholders is you're going to have a lot less dilution because you're going to get much more bang for your buck in terms of the financing. So that's awesome. 
Um, you know, you've got a, a you know very uh, the, the, the the critical elements as a, a, a terrific, tremendous deal with the uh, the Cree uh, uh, community, which is you know the Aboriginal uh, chieftains of the land, and, and they're very pro development. Uh, I haven't met them myself yet, but but certainly intend to, and and, and so we're, we feel that'll be a very productive relationship. And 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 they're 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 supporting it because they know it's going to generate you know high paying jobs for for their their community, and taxes and stuff. So uh, James Bay Power is there. Like literally, we're just across the street from a major hydroelectric station. So you're not going to get cheaper power anywhere in the world. You know, I don't think. So uh, you That's know, and when it comes to the greenness of the project. You know, this is going to be as green as it gets, and I think that's not a bad edge to have in this world. You know, so so uh, you know, it's uh, especially in Canada, right? Where yeah, it, yeah, projects no. who that aren't viewed as green uh, are not getting any love whatsoever, right? We don't have to talk yeah. about, unfortunately, what's happened to the great people of Alberta. I understand, I and I and I empathize with them greatly, but uh, um, you know, that's probably a conversation for another day, but. You know, I, I think uh, we can certainly take advantage of it, and and uh, you know we're close proximity really to uh, to uh, Inco in terms of if, if there's additional smelting needs that are, are required. You know, so there's there's many ways this could become commercial fairly quickly. So uh, that's unusual for mining. You know, so that's why it's such a usually you know you're looking at a ten year struggle, but this doesn't have to be that. You know, this I, I'm I'm confident we can over the next 12, 18 months. Um, you know really show this is definitely going to become mine and uh you know even within six months or so of the drilling we're going to say hey look at this resource we've expanded it significantly There's, you know and, and maybe you know we're already on that pathway so it's a it's a, if you're uh if you're like the battery metal space uh i'd say hard to beat hard to beat cmx right now in terms of uh, value for potential man we are in simpatico i don't know what's going on this call but the question i was waiting to ask you was okay so if everything goes well you know, how long will it take for you to get to that point where you think you know what you have? And before I could even ask it, you're saying within 12 to 18 months, you'll have a pretty good idea because you have it, you can earn up to 80% of the property uh, yep. with with expenditures and work that you have to do. So I was going to say, all right, Terry, to get to that level, to, to get to the 80%, it's kind of mathematical. You know, yep. how long will it take to drill that much and spend that much? So you're saying... Do you think you get to the 80% within 18 months or you'll just have a great idea within 12 to 18 months as to the- Yeah, I think we'll get the the 80% before 18 months. I mean, I think we're gonna, you know, we're gonna obviously do this initial program and that'll, that'll probably take us to 50%. And I would think that program would show we wanna get to 80%, you know, is my guess. So it would, it would advance the deposit in a, in a big way. Maybe it gets us into almost a PEA type of stuff. We'll see. Uh, depends on how successful the, the drilling is. But, it, you know, obviously, you know, when you find a deposit like this, your mission is to grow it. You know, obviously, uh, you don't want to, you know, you want to do it with thoughtful science and we'll do that. But as, as, as quickly as you can, because this is a time business, you want to you want to basically, you know, get the drills turning, prove up the resource. And then if it's if it looks like you've got the tonnage, then you need to move into the PEA stuff and get the metallurgy and 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 uh, and all that, uh, which is you know you know none of that's easy, but all very doable, all like all being done all all the time, you know, so we can get that done. So uh, yeah, we're, we're full steam ahead on this. You're the founder of Save Canadian Mining, which means you've got an extraordinary relationship with the likes of Eric Sprott, Keith Newmeyer, Rob McEwen, and others. Um, now that you've got NISC, you know, how much do the, does their network 
and friendship and partnership potentially come into play here when you need to do financing or you need to bring in great people? Yeah, you know what? I mean, that's, uh, you can, you know, I mean, we finally got a project we can actually talk to them about, you know, and when, I remember when we were doing the, the, uh, you know, the last round, you know, and so we were still a very junior exploration company and, and uh, uh, you know, I, I talked to, uh, to Eric, he said, you know, I'll help you out if you need it, but this is really, it's not my, that's not my entry point. You know, I, I need you to be bigger. <laughs> so, uh, and luckily we were able to uh, finance and we didn't need them. So, I mean, certainly, uh, you know, these guys are, are you know, respected. I'm a, you know, I'm a solid practitioner. I'll, I'll, you know, you know how it is in this business. Not everyone puts the money in the ground and, and does things productively and really does try to create value for the shareholders. And so they know I'm, I'm all about that. And, and it's, you know, if you have a worthy project, you're going to have a, a big audience. These guys are smart guys. And uh, certainly we can pick up the phone and talk to them and, 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 you know, for whether it's for people or for contacts or, or for other business ideas. And, and uh, you know, that's, that's a great thing. And that's that, why that's we're able invaluable, to, right? There. Yeah. And, I mean, it's why we're able to get this deal from, from critical, right? It's because the guys respect me. They know that, that, you know, we're going to go out there and do the right things. And, and it's like, it's why we got, you know, uh, you know, what we're focusing on NISC and today's wonderful announcement on NISC and that is the, the driver, but we got golden Ivan in, 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 in BC and, that's no joke either, you know, <laughs> since we, when we tied that deal up, it was with a friend of mine, a very, you know, a, a great uh, BC uh, a mining guy. He, he's one of the larger property owners in the, in the Golden Triangle area. And uh, we tied it up 18 months ago, you know, just me and him verbally. And then he got, he got sick and, we, you know, just events sort of COVID, all this stuff. And so it took forever to get that deal closed and we closed it. But, you know, I mean, we closed it on, on the old terms and, in that 18 month period, you know, two of our neighbors like immediately on our border and made major discoveries and uh, a third neighbor has become a mine. So you know how it is in mining. It's like, you know, I, I explained to people, it's like, imagine you're a farmer and your next door farmer just became a regional shopping center. What happened to your property value? Well, it just went up, you know? So, so you know, when, when, a, when a mine goes up next to you, your property just went up, you know? So, so, I mean, we've got some other hidden gems, you know, and that we would probably, you know, we, we talked about this internally a lot. We think we'll probably at some point have to unlock it. You know, we'll probably spin off the gold and, and copper projects in Chile and, and, and in BC. That would make sense, right? Still very excited about, but we'll probably spin that off into another pubco, you know, because battery metals is a, it, this is going to be a different animal. It's it's more of a development play. And, and obviously the battery metal investor is not necessarily the gold copper, uh, you know, investor. So uh, we'll probably think we'll, in order to, again, just like critical, did this deal with with uh, us to harvest the value for NISC? We'll probably do the same thing for Golden Ivan and the Chilean. Yeah, Dragons. we've had a couple so. of resource companies who, in the last year, have spun off exactly that. They've got yep. the main asset they keep in the company, but because the main asset like NISC is so 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 good, it can overshadow and almost yeah. provide no value for the other ones. So exactly, spin those out. Yeah, and and, and, and honestly, those stuff. other projects are worthy of, of further work, and we can easily handle that but it probably doesn't make sense uh to do that inside the uh chilean envelope and i think you know we'll we'll probably rebrand it and it'll be you know uh, some obviously nickel focused uh, name and and i think you know all, so i think the good news george nickel sounds like a great name 
you know, yes. George, George Nickel, a Gorkom Nickel. Uh, you're George. welcome to use that. <laughs> George, do I have to pay a commission on that, or is there, is there any? Sort no, of I just want my name. Uh, you know, I'm never going to be able to get the naming rights to a, an arena. So if I can get uh, your company, then that'll that'll be great. Yeah, but that makes yeah. sense, all obviously, because yeah. this is so perspective and so big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's I, I great, think, Terry. I, I good think for you. Uh, getting yeah, that's good, and, and and I think it'll it'll help the shareholders understand our, our philosophy going forward or what we're trying to do and, and how we try it. We're always about creating shareholder value because we're, we're in this as investors first, you know, and, and as quickly as we can, you know, develop this project and, and crystallize its, its peak value relative to risk, we will do so. So would I be would I be wrong to assume that's probably something you guys are going to start looking at sooner than later? Yeah, I would expect that happens by fall, honestly, you know, I would yeah. expect we'll, we'll get right into that. You might as well, right? You know, you yeah, got to get there's there. There's no point so you monkeying might as well. Yeah, no, we'll, 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 uh, we'll, now that we got it closed, we'll, we'll, we'll get to work on the reorg. Yeah. Terry, congratulations, man. Uh, you know, uh, this is a fantastic, like you said, transformative transaction for the company. Uh, and you've been such a stalwart in the industry and what you've done for everybody just through Save Canadian Mining, where you've helped all companies, not just junior resource companies, but all small cap companies with your, uh, as the founder, you're the tip of the spear in the fight against Praetor short sellers that it's now great to see you uh, make such a great acquisition, have such a great project that we can look forward to, have you back, talk about yeah. this on an ongoing basis for the next 12 to 18 months. Well, we, we couldn't be happier to be in this position and, and uh, you know, our long suffering shareholders and God knows they've suffered for a long time. You know, I, I got into this thing eight or nine years ago to help a friend out who's still here. And he's still, our, he's a still our, our, up until today, he's, he was our biggest shareholder, but now critical is. But, you know, all these guys have hung in through thick and thin, mostly thin, very, very thin, like gruel thin. So, so our, uh, I'm really uh, looking forward to, you know, giving these long suffering shareholders a, a really great chance at finally making their money back and then hopefully a lot more. So it's, it's, they certainly deserve it. So uh, we, we, we can't wait to get to work for them. Well, that says a lot about you, right? The fact that they believe you need to stick around through the thick and thin. And to be fair to you, uh, for everyone at home, because there are a lot of new investors, millennials, people who are now coming to the markets. Uh, a lot of those eight or nine years weren't just specific to you. Uh, the 2011-12 to 2016 was just dark, terrible time for the entire junior resource space. Uh, so it wasn't unique to you, but the fact that you held on to your primary assets, held on to your shareholders, and now you're in this position uh, is great. Looking forward to having you back as soon as possible, Terry. Okay, George, thanks for having us again. Have a great day. For everybody at home, you've been watching or you've been listening by podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, your favorite podcast uh, platform, to Terry Lynch, CEO of Chilean Metals. So he's on the TSX Venture Exchange on the stock symbol CMX. You can see over Terry's head there, the website, chileanmetals.com. Now is your chance to start with your due diligence. Start with Agoracom. Get to the Chilean Metals Hub. Take a look at the profile page where we've neatly laid out everything for you uh, so that you can kind of in summary form understand Chilean in about three or four minutes. And then from there, link over to Chilean Metals and do your deeper dive. Uh, you've heard and watched what Terry had to say. He doesn't... Uh, he doesn't say these words lightly. We know him very well. And uh, if he's saying if he's saying these kind of things of this magnitude, it behooves you to do your due diligence and hopefully discover today your next great small cap company. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day. See you next time.
Cheers, guys.